Hello, I'm Natalie Goldberg, and this is Education from an Equal. Thank you all so much for tuning into this short but important episode. First and foremost, I want to recognize the extended break that I took from creating content, especially because it leads into an education-related issue that I feel is crucial to discuss in these summer months. As I mentioned in my mental health episode earlier this season, there is more pressure than ever on today's teens to succeed, and oftentimes that means taking on an excess of work, even in the summer. For me, this pressure is something that I was struggling with. I knew immediately after my junior year, with the immense workload this podcast and extracurriculars, I would need a break, and I decided to just take it. As hard as it was to grant myself the time to feel as though it was actually deserved, I know that in the long run it'll be beneficial to my mental health and allow me to create even more content for this podcast. I appreciate the continued support and kind messages during this time, and I want to let other teens know that taking time off during the summer and relaxing is not a crime, and that you shouldn't feel guilty for it. The school system that we are a part of constantly pushes us away from the kind of rest we need in order to make us work harder and achieve more because we feel so pressured to. So, with that announcement out of the way, for this episode, I want to reflect back on some of the things that we learned this season, as well as to prepare you all for what's to come. With each of the episodes in the first season, I want to reiterate what I believe the most important takeaway was. In the first episode, we discussed pregnancy prevention through a lens of abstinence-only education. In my opinion, the most important takeaway is how egregiously the United States is underperforming its developed peers when it comes to sex ed, and, more specifically, the positive impact that a comprehensive sex education curriculum would have on our country. It has been proven by the Guttmacher Institute that the states with comprehensive sex ed have a lower rate of teen pregnancy and STD acquisition, and if that alone isn't reason enough to change the way our country approaches sex ed, I don't know what is. With the second episode, a discussion of toxic masculinity and consent, the biggest takeaway by far is that educating about toxic masculinity and consent is beneficial to both genders, and that it is a great way to introduce boys and young men to the idea that feminism can benefit them too. The main reason why many men are opposed to feminism is because they feel as though it is fighting directly against them. However, when they are exposed to the concept of toxic masculinity, They're able to understand how societal expectations can affect people regardless of gender, and how that ties into the dangerous sexual expectations for men. In terms of the third episode, a discussion of STD protection and LGBTQ plus inclusivity, the most important takeaway is that in order for sex education to be truly comprehensive, it must also cater to members of the LGBTQ plus community, and that any form of sex ed that we are pushing to nationalize must be representative and inclusive. Without doing so, we risk putting an already at-risk community in even more danger by leaving them susceptible to STDs and increasing the social stigma surrounding their identities. For the fourth episode, related to domestic violence and teenagers specifically, the most important takeaway is how prevalent teen dating violence truly is. Teens should never feel alone in their struggle because, as unfortunate as it is, domestic abuse in teenage relationships is common. Nearly 1.5 million high school students in America experience physical abuse from a partner every year. One in three adolescents in the United States is a victim of physical, sexual, emotional, or verbal abuse from a dating partner. 
These statistics exemplify just how crucial it is to teach all the different forms of teen dating violence to high school students, so they have the means to protect themselves and their peers. For the fifth and final episode, the biggest takeaway is the comorbidity of mental health problems and substance abuse. Co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse, also known as comorbidity, is overtaking teenagers across America as they struggle against the stigma surrounding mental health and lacking access to care. Instead, these teens turn to drugs and alcohol to ease their mental suffering. Understanding this issue will allow teens to feel less alone in their struggle and possibly give them the confidence to ask for help instead of using substances. If this is your first time listening to Education from an Equal, feel free to check out my full-length episodes that go into depth on each of these five different issues. For the next season of Education from an Equal, I want to bring in some alternative expert opinions. In the first season, I provided the type of information that I feel should be taught, but with this upcoming season, I want to take it a step further and figure out the means it takes to actually implement and make some of these changes. As a student, I don't always have the answers, especially being a student that lives in Oregon, where the sex ed is relatively comprehensive. So I need input from both professionals and students with less comprehensive education. I am hoping to bring on some policymakers who are supportive of more comprehensive sex ed, as well as students from varying areas and backgrounds to share their opinions of what they would like to see in their health classes, or their individual experiences with non-inclusive sex ed and how it has affected them. I took into account some of your suggestions on Instagram, and I understand that hearing other first-hand perspectives is paramount to creating a fully informed and well-rounded critique. With experts in both the education and political sphere, I hope to ask their opinions on the feasibility of a nationalized, comprehensive sex ed curriculum, and how they feel it would be best to implement. In a more casual, interview-style format, I hope to ask the crucial questions that others are refusing to ask in order to build a plan for creating the education system that we as students deserve. And, despite the fact that I am bringing in experts, I want to assure you that the podcast will stay true to its title. The education will still be coming from me, with the interview questions that are being posed clearly reflecting the interests and desires of everyday students. At the end of each episode, I will be summarizing the things that we talked about, and including ways that students can work to make change. The next season of my podcast will be released in mid-December. Be sure to check out my website, www.educationfromanequal.com, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at educationfromanequalpodcast, in order to receive updates, previews, and details about the upcoming season. See you soon on Education from an Equal.